0: Welcome to The Rising Star Project. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and I'm beyond excited to introduce to you amazing lightworkers and soulpreneurs around the world who are improving the way we live, one holistic modality at a time. But like any entrepreneurial spirit, they have questions, need guidance, and desire more clarity around their higher calling, their offerings, next projects, and vulnerabilities so they may touch those who are meant to hear their message. And that is why we are here today. What you're listening to are the business mentoring sessions I'm providing for these exceptional people using their astrological birth chart to shine a bright light on what planets are influencing their chosen life path and which signs have the greatest influence on their work. You'll also hear what's holding them back from achieving their deepest desires, Along with aha moments that remind us how incredible breakthroughs can be. Due to the nature of these sessions, I kindly ask that you share your gratitude by sharing this podcast with others. By sharing these sessions, you not only will enrich others' lives, but you will also support the work of a light worker, a kind soul who's made it their life's work to serve others from their highest self. It is my hope and intention that by experiencing their mentoring session, you will be able to answer some of your own questions around what you've been called to do and what movement you're here to lead. From productivity to self-care rituals to marketing and leadership, each session is personal in its content and inspirational as we use the stars, the moon, and the planets to unlock the hidden treasures of being holistic leaders of tomorrow. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome, everyone, to the Rising Star Project. My name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista Magazine in Botanica and I have an amazing guest. Her name is—is is it Mavis? Mavis. Mavis, I have Mavis with us today. We're going to be talking about her higher calling, and you are—I'm um, curious to know a little bit more about you and what it is that you do in your business.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well. Uh, My business is Soul Tribe Vibes, and I create one-of-a-kind pieces of jewelry that are designed um, intuitively. Uh, I go through different archetypes or um, inspirations that I then express through through my work.
0: Awesome. So do you have an e-commerce shop?
1: I do. I have an online uh, website with my personal shop.
0: So tell me a little bit more about the products. What, what differentiates you in the jewelry making business industry?
1: Um, well, I've been doing this for two years. Um, so in terms of like metal smithing, um, I would consider myself a beginner. Um, as an artist, this is a long time coming me. So what I think that I bring to my jewelry is something that is um, not as traditional, even though metalsmith jewelry is a traditional medium of jewelry. I think I bring, um, a different background into it, which I got my degree in sculpture. Well, not, I had one semester left, but love called me away, um, but <laughs> a huge background in sculpture.
0: Okay. So I'm assuming this jewelry is for women.
1: Yeah, that's my, I rarely get male clients, so I don't really target to the, that audience. And then
0: what do you know about your clients right now? What, who are they?
1: You know, in terms of like my followers on Instagram, I, you know, the, the general age range is around um, my age 30, but I get um, a variety of clients and I've tried to find a common thread yeah. <laughs> other than they all enjoy my jewelry. Um, but it's really, I, 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 haven't really figured that out at all. Okay. And I'd like to bring in more of, um, you know, my intuitive aspects. I kind of at this place where, um, I'm, I'm, Obviously, I'm a Pisces, and I have a lot of of drawn into the spiritual realm. Yep, it, it, I'm just I. That's kind of like the crux of the matter for me is like ultimately is, is devoting myself 100% to jewelry or a majority of my time in that way, like the best, the most filling thing, or is that my higher calling? Like I'm just a really. Because I'm into the spiritual connection of people with jewelry and the stones, not just the look of things.
0: Yep. Okay. So let's start there. So tell me what you want to focus on. What are the couple challenges that you'd like to uh, work through uh, in this reading?
1: Um, so hard to pick I have a few one of which would be um if I am to remain on course with jewelry as my higher calling the medium which I make connection with others um specifically women um, spiritually inclined women um how can I better reach them I am flexible in terms like the style so you know know, am i more into like a a darker aesthetic with with more um or lighter stones or you know i just i'm really interested in connecting with people who are going to continue to want to come back for more pieces um because it they connect with them um not just like a one-hit wonder for them Right. So really building that. And then also, um, you know, I've been studying astrology for the last two and a half years. So when I've listened to your other podcasts, I'm like, okay, you know, where was I three years ago? <laughs> and that was like my last night was, was all about where was I three years ago? So um, just understanding more about what that whole. The woo woo really has to do with my higher calling.
0: Okay, let's get into this. I think I have a good idea. I have a lot of other uh, jewelry-based clients, and what I find is uh, what we're what we're really steering towards, especially like having an internet-based business. And I'll just say this from like a business mentoring standpoint, not so much from astrology. Uh, but basically we're leaning forward into um, um, a curated content we're moving into having more niches we're moving into um, being known for something specific where before you could literally have an e-commerce shop sell clothing sell jewelry and, you know and people potentially would come and buy from it but it's it's more about brand story now it's more about what's your differentiator um, what are the things you're going to talk about how you communicate and it sounds like it's not just about you know wear this necklace with this b- black turtleneck it's going to be more about uh, it's going to be more about bringing you more into the brand and what the things that you're into and you're right you have so much pisces in your chart oh my goodness i don't think i've ever read for somebody that has this much water um in in addition to not only pisces but you've got cancer and you've got scorpio and i'm just like whoa so there is this um you know there is this gonna, there is going to be a challenge for you as far as like, grounding yourself to maybe a plan, and I'm really hoping that this reading gives you that plan because there's just there. You're right. There's a lot of uh, like I always I describe Pisces as like they live in a daydream. You know, they they're uh, not of this world. You know, they have this. Um, the, they're very intuitive. They're very psychic. Um, but the interesting part about Pisces and um, talk about your main three signs here. I might as well just talk about them now. You have your sun in Pisces and your moon in Pisces. So basically. Pisces is, is, is the last sign of the zodiac. They're a water sign. They have basically accumulated a little bit of every single sign, which makes them pretty complex, which is probably why they're off in la-la land a lot because it's like not that they're carrying the baggage of all the other signs, but sort of on some intrinsic level, they understand like human emotion because they, they they understand what Aries is going through and Taurus and Cancer and all these things because they have a little bit of all the signs in them, so that's why they usually say that you know Pisces are prone to addictions, um, they're prone to you know whether it's sex or work or drugs and alcohol. It's like because it's just they're they're not of this world, right? They really are the star seeds, the indigo child, the empaths, the people that are um, going to talk about the spiritual realm. So. I don't know. I'm curious to know, are you talking about those kinds of things when you're posting about your jewelry?
1: I do. I do a lot in the descriptions and I do interject that into my post. Probably not as much, um, as I could. And I, I think it's, taken me a lot. And it's just been recently that I've been doing like stories and really start coming out of my shell because it's really hard for me to, um, uh, just, yeah, get out of my shell and share with the real, real of like what I'm going through, what, what I'm, what I want to share and stuff. I, I'm, i write poetry. I, you know, I'm just like your stereotypical artist. who's a little bit of a breakfast. So,
0: but you, you know, I don't know if you've thought about this. It sounds like yesterday you were kind of thinking about where you were three years ago. And I, I just want to mention this before we move on is that, you know, your kismet client feels the same way, you know, she, on some level she probably feels misunderstood. She probably is scared to get out there in a bigger way. She's, um, you know, uh, studying all these mystical, fantastical things. Um, It has a very interest uh, in, um, I don't know if it's afterlife or the occult or mysticism or um, psychic or clairvoyance or all these things, but she's dabbling too. So every time that, you know, you don't move forth and share your poetry or you don't share your knowledge, um, it's one way that you're, you're not attracting the person that would most resonate with who you are. Um, in your higher calling. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's move into this. So you've got your sun in Pisces, which I know you already know. Um, Basically, your sun sign has to do with how you see yourself. And that's not necessarily how other people see you. So in this case, you've got your rising sign in the sign of cancer, and that's actually how people see you. So I'll explain the difference. I think of the sun sign as like your secret sauce. It's like it's the little magic fairy dust that you sprinkle on like everything you do you sprinkle it. I don't even know if your logo should be something about water because something that's like you're sprinkling it on. It doesn't have to be like in their face, like, but it has to be something that invokes emotion. Um, you, you want them to, um, I don't know, open their own third eye. You want them to enhance that's all those things. So funny.
1: You said that. Cause it's my logo is, is a pop is has the eye like kind of been like, it's kind of like a diamond and then the eyes at the top and then it's, you know, soul tribe vibes. And then below is like the moon.
0: Love it. That's so pretty. I can visualize it. So think about it this way. You know, as we go forward in the reading, just think about, you know, it's like save all that. Like you have a Pisces stellium as well. So like you're really Pisces uh, on so many different levels, but the way that others see you is cancer. So when you're thinking about how we could potentially you know, find your unique selling point, your USP, it's going to be sprinkled on. It's not going to be like so in your face, um, Pisces, but it's going to be that secret sauce. So like for instance, I'll just give you an example. Let's say that you have, um, I don't know, a silver choker or something, um, something that you're selling. And then when you mail it to them, it comes with some type of, um, I don't know if it's a poem, something that connects them to opening to their third eye. It's like you start to use that in your branding. But again, it's not in their face. It's sprinkled on as something that, that makes your brand special. Okay, so you have your rising sign and the sign of cancer. That's actually how other people see you. So actually they see you as like the mama bear. So they're actually coming to you for guidance they're coming to be a part of your family so what you're really what they're really looking for if you haven't already created it is they're looking to be belong to part of your community they want to be invited into your inner circle Um, they want you to take care of them they want you to um, nurture them and motivate them you know just whatever a mother does i mean i don't know if you have any children but you know this is really just the mama bear she's there to protect her children to protect her community, uh, club members. Uh, so when you're thinking about, uh, in addition to the jewelry, you might even think about having some kind of like, I don't know if it's like an annual membership where like it's your inner, it's like your inner VIP clients and like, you know, yeah, they get specials on your jewelry, but they also get to be a part of your, um, community, your private community that's just for them that's just an example of what they're basically looking for from you. If you haven't created something like that, it could be something that would, that would satisfy them on that level.
1: That's interesting. I have thought about it. I've sketched out a lot of different ideas and um, I just don't really know how I get like, I get, you know, doing the I guess that takes a little bit more on the technology in for me so that's definitely
0: well even if you did like a a Facebook group just have a private Facebook group that's just for your VIP clients okay doesn't have to be like you build out this whole technical monster about it just use what just use what free tools that are already available to us it doesn't have to be (laughs) so that So that's what they're looking for from you. They're looking to be a part of your family. They're seeing you as the mama bear. They're really looking for guidance, You know, whether that's spiritual guidance, um, that's just someone that they can talk to outside of maybe their friend circle or their family circle. Um, Maybe it's a part of them that they're kind of keeping hidden. I mean, again, you might want to think about where you were three years ago, but if they're keeping themselves like you know, maybe they do feel that they're clairvoyant or maybe they do feel like they want to start getting interested in, in tarot or something, but maybe that's not so, um, acceptable to like their peer group. So they're kind of looking for this inner circle where they can be more of who they are, but they all, they are looking for someone who is going to lead them to, um, finding to discovering, you know, to enhancing more of that part of themselves.
1: Well, that takes me embracing it
0: more yeah well that's the thing you're not really serving your kismet yeah remember we're here to work through karmic debt and I'm going to talk about that when we talk about your 12th house but we're all here on this planet to work through karmic debt and the way that we work through that is we help other people work through theirs so in this case every time that you are not being of service to your kismet client you don't work through their karmic debt and they don't have a place for them to go and work through theirs So you're actually doing them a huge disservice. (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. Okay, you've got your moon in the sign of Pisces. Um, so your moon is your emotions, it's your soul, it's all that inner stuff. And I love, I think the moon is so important when we're talking about a higher calling because, you know, maybe every other business coach in the world out there is saying, don't get your emotions involved. It's business, it's business. Um, but when we're talking about a higher calling, it's actually the thing that keeps us motivated. So if we're unhappy, um, if something's disturbing our reality, um, if somebody breaks up with us, it's like we can't go and serve people from our highest self because we're, we're being knocked down. So in this case, we're talking about how do we satisfy your emotional state to make sure that when when those bad days show up or when that negative client or What somebody comes in your path, how do we cope? How do we get back on track to make sure that we can keep going? And in this case, you got it in the sign of Pisces again. Uh, So basically, I would say, I mean, it seems pretty obvious to me, you could do some kind of full moon ritual, a new moon ritual, Um, you could do. Anything that has to do with crystals, you could take flower baths, um, anything that opens up your third eye, more clairvoyance, you could be listening to binaural beats, uh, meditation, uh, yoga. I mean, there's really so many things. So anytime that you feel insecure, you feel sad, you feel um, defeated, you need to go and make your moon happy and do something that's of some kind of self-care. Um, something that maybe has to do with water. I mean, Pisces being, I don't know if that's swimming in the water. Um, I don't know if that's, um, <clears throat> I don't know, giving yourself a facial, I don't know, foot bath. I don't know. Like something that's going to. Foot bath
1: for Pisces, that's perfect, right?
0: Right? Right? I think the Pisces rule the feet, don't they? Yeah, they rule the feet. Get a foot. That's one <laughs> So that so that's one way to know anytime you're having a bad day, make Pisces happy. Read a book on psychic, you know, read just fill yourself with more of that Piscean um, vibe. Okay. So and then let's move into uh Saturn now. Okay, so I'm bring up Saturn. I usually like to get the the, the tough guy out of the way in the beginning here. Um, I always bring up Saturn. Saturn is the father figure. So interesting enough, you've got your rising sign in the sign of cancer, which is the mother of the Zodiac, which is how other people see you. Well, Saturn is the father. It's the father wants you to get your act together, right? This father wants to see that you have a game plan, that you're going to um, you know, monetize your higher calling. He wants to make sure, he will reward you financially. He will reward you physically with opportunities and people and real estate and all those tangible things but he wants to see that you're disciplined he wants to see that you are um, you've got a plan of action to go and tackle those goals and when you do even if they're baby steps he will reward you so in this case you've got it in the sign of Scorpio so I usually give the scenario of like let's imagine that Saturn and Scorpio they go on a dinner date and what are they gonna talk about? So Saturn just wants to get down to business. What's your game plan, Scorpio? Like what how can I serve you? Like let's make this happen. Let's brainstorm. And Scorpio's like, I gotta tell you about all these crazy things that I was reading last night on the internet. And like, you know, and they're just because Scorpio's the investigator. They're the detectives. They wanna dig to the roots. They wanna swim in the deep end of the pool. Right. And so, (laughs) so we, so Saturn's like, okay, great, Scorpio. That's great. You found all these crazy things. Well, how can we take that information, all that knowledge that you've accumulated and monetize it? How can we bring that into your higher calling and make it work so that we could actually make a business out of it? And so that's where they start to brainstorm. And it's actually, I feel like Saturn and Scorpio, I think it's a pretty harmonious position actually. Scorpio is highly loyal, they're hardworking. Um, Saturn appreciates all of those things. He just wants to make sure that you don't go so far down the rabbit hole that you forget that you need a game plan to make sure that you bring it to fruition. So that's his concern for you. Um, if you could take all that digging that you're doing and be like, okay, you know, today I am. going to start my morning off and I'm going to read this book about, you know, learning about the shadow side of human nature or psychology. I mean, Scorpios love learning about psychology. Um, They're just so interested in human behavior. So when you're going through that process, like just remember, they've got like a little Saturn on your shoulder going, okay, so that's really interesting information. How can I use this in my business? So an example of this would be like, okay, well, if I'm going to use all of my research, all of my investigations in my business, maybe I could, um, maybe I could have a sale around um, some of the things that I'm looking up. So, for instance, I'm totally making this up off the top of my head, but let's say that, let's say that you were, um, say, you decided to make every year in your business that December, thir- December fifth was always like the shadow self day. And it was the day where you, you know, gave this some kind of a ritual, but you had a sale around it. So instead of being traditional and having like a you know a Christmas sale or a you know, Valentine's Day sale, that you're basing it around the, the teachings that you're digging, all that digging that you're doing with Scorpio, you're taking that information and you're bringing it as a game plan in your business
1: okay okay I totally I have I have a, a I have a lot of interest but one of the things like recently I felt like um that's funny that you mentioned the shadow self sale but for me personally it seems like I I have a lot of friends and close people around me who I kind of really helped through the the shadow. Um, I think it's probably just because I've been there, you know, Mm -hmm. Pisces addictions and stuff like that. I'm um, 32 now. So I've been through um, and, you know, oddly enough, like my dad is a Scorpio. He's my actual father figure who I don't speak with anymore. It's, you know, um, been a very challenging thing. So, going through my Scorpio baggage since I was really a teenager um, has really, I think, equipped me. But I don't think people see me that way. Like, they don't, like, I'm more, I'm more peppy around people. Aku um, fall too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really lead with that. Um, but I definitely, feel like I don't know how that
0: well this is where creativity comes in and Pisces is no shortage of creativity it's just how you want to spin it I think I think it's, one of the problems is, is that we're very programmed to think that things should be done a certain way like I think at the very beginning of our talk I was saying like oh it's you know I'm just going to open an e-commerce shop I'm just going to get on Instagram and promote my jewelry and I'm saying that Well, first of all, the internet is changing so rapidly and you know, how are we going to capture people? It's not, you can't just throw up a website anymore. A lot of people aren't even, a lot of people aren't even using e-commerce websites. They're building sales funnels or they're even selling things right there on Instagram. Like there's apps now, you know, that are, it's just, everything's changing so quickly. It's like, so why are they going to choose you? And this is just an opportunity to use Scorpio, this Saturn and Scorpio energy of being like, look, like I can differentiate myself because one, I have a story. Two, I have so much information to share and and utilize it and and make it your own. You know, there's a million other jewelry brands out there and you know, how are you going to be different? Well, you're going to be different one because who you're here to serve is different than who they're here to serve two is they're not you they don't have all this pisces and scorpio and can't they don't have the same combination here so you've got to find a way to take these energies and and just make this jewelry line something that just people get addicted to. They get addicted to it, not just because the jewelry is beautiful, but because the story and the sales that you're doing and the way that you're presenting it and the branding and the little card that comes with the jewelry and all those little touches, that's going to be like, wow, I've never seen somebody combine these these different components together. It makes it feel special.
1: So true. Yes. I think I need to amp that up. I It's, you know, taken me a minute to to really commit to myself in terms of like purchasing like foil boxes that are like black and, you know, have the foil logo. And I actually do have a poem that Mm. I just, I didn't realize until like a week and a half ago how much it touched someone because I just shared a story with the picture of my packaging and I, I I, love getting my packages together and I just took a snapshot. This gal sent me a photo of the poem that she kept from her package. And it was oh like my goodness. A little special piece of you know like maybe her dresser, like a little piece of fabric or whatever and I was like wait like you cut that you know. So I got some really Gorgeous cardstock with like galaxies on the back and whatever, and I printed off the poem onto that because because if 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 that really impacted her, then mm-hmm. I want to like amp that up. And now you're saying pump up the volume on <laughs> like the uh, you know you know it's deep water.
0: Yes. You know, exactly. Like, you know, you know how everybody on Instagram is always posting like, you know, inspirational like quotes and stuff. Like, you can post poetry. You know, post like, you know, if you really think about it, like, like the depths of Pisces. It's like no wonder you're into poetry because the thing about poetry, and I even notice it like with some of my favorite music. I'm always like what is he talking about? Like, cause a lot of like a really good poet or a really good songwriter. It's like, they're not explicit. It's like you, you, it's, it's ambiguous. Like you come up with, what is he talking about? Because that's what really makes a good artist. It's not about like just the catchy tune that you can't stop singing. You know, that's just about programming yourself. This is about having, letting other people have their own introspection. Yeah,
1: for sure. Beautiful.
0: Awesome. Okay. So let's get into North. Okay. So you have your North node in the sign of Taurus. You have your South node in the sign of Scorpio. So let's start with the South node first. Okay. So South node is basically, uh, it's your natural ability. It's the, it's the, it's the thing that you came to this life with that m- some other people have to work really hard at. Um, it actually comes naturally to you. So I gave this example with another session of like, I had this song in my head I'm like, who sings that song? Like, I knew the lyrics, but I couldn't remember the the the, uh, the artist. So I went to YouTube, and I typed in the words, and sure enough, found this video. It was Whitney Houston, you know? So I just went, I went down the rabbit hole. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. I haven't listened to this since, like, I don't know, junior high or something. And so I was reading all the comments underneath the YouTube. And everyone's like, rest in peace. Oh my gosh, Whitney, you're so missed. And like everybody was like this. Nobody can sing like this anymore. Like this is like just such an, a one of a kind of voice. Like that to me is a natural gift. It's like you can try to be a good singer for the rest of your life. You're probably not going to sing like Whitney Houston, you know? So it's just, it's a natural ability. It's like she was born <laughs> with it. Yes, she might've developed it, but, uh, but really it's like a gift. And so in this case, you have your gift in the sign of Scorpio. So you are naturally someone who likes to get to the root of things. You just want to understand the mechanics behind why things are the way they are. It's always going to be about digging to the roots for you. Um, it's always going to be about um, – I, I keep bringing back psychology. When I think about Scorpio, I think about, I think about intimacy. I think about sex. I think about um, our – our genitalia, our femininity, our masculinity, um, all of those things, um, that are, are intimate, you know, intimate in, um, nature, but intimate also in depth. So that's going to come naturally to you. I don't know. I mean, this is kind of a different realm of talking about it, but have you brought in anything that has to do with sex or intimacy into your business at all? No, no,
1: I'm, I definitely i definitely i definitely have worked through that's been the shadow side that mm-hmm. for me for so long because of, um my own personal wounds my sexuality um was in a very dark kind kind of place and so now I've been in um I committed relationship for six years and it's that's been part of my shadow work as like you know now that I'm in a committed relationship how do I experience myself in that way and what is sexuality to me now and the fact that I'm bisexual so um I think that there's been a lot of personal work in that area and I'm never um I wouldn't even know how to other than the fact that you know I've within the last year been more open about um you know being in a female partnership online and um you know just I guess like that's one thing that makes me different because I can't yeah I don't know of another female jeweler at least that's that is in my circle i'm sure that they're out there actually i do one um, who has a female partner um that that like understands um i don't know
0: i think you're on to something as far i mean first of all you know being bisexual is just part of your story but as far as like a natural ability is that you know when you i, I think you're right when you're i feel like scorpio kind of is the queen of shadow work um, she is that 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 occult or that dark side that we maybe suppress. So that could even just be like an article or a poem that you write, something that has to do with sharing more about more about what shadow work is. Um, I, I think that in itself is a is a niche. Uh, you know of, of um, you know wearing this jewelry is opening up to accepting more of who you are, even your dark parts, even the parts you don't show the rest of the world. Um, Just that in itself has so much depth. Um, You could go down the wormhole with just that concept, um, bringing up things about intimacy, bringing things up about sexuality. Um, There's a real movement inside of you um, that you could really cultivate um, with the Scorpio South Node. And if you're not currently using it, remember, this is a, a natural ability. So you're really doing yourself a disservice if you don't integrate it somewhere in there because it's just naturally who you are.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I love onyx. My collection that sold the best was gold dust woman, and it was full of black stones, onyx, tourmaline, obsidian, um, and so like even that. And I had you know poetry and stuff on the jewelry, itself, And I and then I just moved moved on to a thing, you know, and the it didn't sell as well. That's for sure.
0: Why do you think it didn't sell as well?
1: Maybe, um, I don't really know. I, maybe because people just, you know, like my vibe is maybe a little darker than I'm comfortable with or, you know, I guess because I'm not, I don't know. I really don't.
0: See, the thing about the thing about a kismic client is like we can't attract it unless we are being authentically who we are. So, anytime you water down who you are, uh, it doesn't give the people permission that you're meant to serve to come and you know enjoy who you are and celebrate who you are. So, the challenge um, you've got your north node in the sign of Taurus, so the challenge here uh, really becomes you know, how do you, how do you come out of, you know, how do you, let me start with Taurus first. Okay. So Taurus is ruled by Venus. This is the planet of love, uh, beauty, luxury, compassion. Um, But Taurus is in, because Libra is also ruled by Venus, but Taurus is obviously different than Libra in that, you know, he's stubborn, he's practical, he's got, he's got a plan. Um, he appreciates the finer things of life. He's, he's working really hard. So in this case, the North Node represents your challenge. It represents your destiny. And until you uh, basically give Taurus your attention, there will always be some challenge there. So in this case, you know, Taurus, is, you know, he wants, he wants to work hard, but he wants to enjoy the fruits of his labor, meaning that the way to make Taurus happy is like, I'm going to work really hard, but then I want to go to like, a five-star resort and, you know, nurture myself because I'm not going to just work this hard for nothing. And so the challenge here is setting down some roots, some practical um, uh, steps because Taurus is very much going to get the job done. There's nothing really Taurus can't do. But the thing that I love about Taurus is they're actually the person or the sign that people go when they need a, they need, um, not tough love, but like they go, be, they go to Taurus because they, they see how strong, well, this is the bull, they see how strong he is and they kind of want some of that strength. So your challenge is how do you show up as the mama bear, right? Your rising sign, cultivating this community and letting them know and letting them see that you are a rock for them right? That you are someone that is solid, like they're coming to you for strength. And so if you can't find your own inner strength, even to share more of who you are, they're not, they're not going to see that rock that they need you to be. So there is some struggle there of making sure that, you know, yes, you've got, maybe you think you're too dark, but honey, I look at all the dark stuff on Instagram. There is freaking a huge market of people that are into the dark stuff. It's just on whatever level, it could be branding, it could be you don't share much of your story. So, right now, you might not be attracting your Kisma clients.
1: I don't feel like I am because I, I, yeah, it's obvious. I mean, after like hearing you share, like, I mean, I don't. I don't. I've I've always kept that closeted that aspect of myself because, you know, my it wasn't accepted for me as a child. I mean, you know, when my mother saw my dark drawings and these kind of things, it's like, ah, uh, no. Like it was shut down. Like, yeah, I don't know. But like the Taurus thing being strong and like people looking for me to be that rock, um, I definitely like. I like that. It kind of appeals to me. And and becoming more aware of, you know, the connection between me owning, owning my darkness or owning the shadow, and being firmer in that
0: yes
1: to offer that onyx like that's the dark rock
0: you're basically it's, what you're doing you my <laughs> and
1: i'm just like yes like it the the onyx it scares me you
0: know it's the like, challenge it's you're gonna be it's and until you start working through it it will always stay there it will always it will always be pushing you to be the rock. And you know, the best way to overcome limiting beliefs or fear or anything is just to start doing it. You know, one example could be, you know, maybe every tenth post on Instagram could be, you know, ta- you know, ten secrets you don't know about me. You know? I love
1: secrets. Oh my gosh. Right. So
0: you might wanna just make that oh. part of your branding oh. that every ten oh, posts you're like so it's because if you're, what you're doing is if you share your secrets, you're basically giving your kismet clients permission to share theirs. You're opening up and being that rock for them. That's why I really feel like if you could create some kind of VIP community for them, because they are scared, but they're looking at you as mama bear, but they're also looking at you as the bull for strength, you know? And so having that VIP inner circle Um, you know, maybe it's a, you know, $99 a year and they get to come and be a part of this in addition to having discounts on your, on your, uh, jewelry, but also a place where they can feel part of a community that understands their dark side and that they feel supported and that they have someone, they have a strong leader, um, you know, representing them.
1: Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
0: Awesome. Okay. So let's keep going. We've got um, okay. You have your midheaven in Pisces, so more Pisces here. You have your that's your tenth house. Tenth house is your house of career, so it really wants you to go to the the ends of the the depths of the sea to talk deeper about emotions, um, to talk more about uh, clairvoyance, clairsentience, um, anything that has to do with intuition, uh, anything that has to do with uh, digging into, uh, I don't know, psychology, something that has to do with emotions. You know, Pisces uh, is ruled by Neptune, which is the planet of the underworld. So really, I mean, I think we're already kind of seeing the, the, where this is all going as far as, uh, you know, how do we cultivate a brand um, that has beautiful jewelry, but there's so much more than meets the eye. And I think if you could connect the dots between um, the beauty of your jewelry and share more about um, the emotional protection. And, you know, I mean, I even have like in my botanica, I have like this t- black tourmaline necklace, you know, for protection. And I think if you just started talking a little bit more about you know, zipping up your energy, protecting your vessel, Um, you know, you might even start throwing out words like, are you an empath? Are you a starseed? Are you, because I feel like they might not all the way know what those are yet. They might actually, but if they don't be the person that is going to explain to them what it is. Um, these are also just posts that you can do on Instagram. You know, if you did a whole thing about, you know, that, that, that bracelet, you just mentioned how it has, it has onyx and it has protection. And then you bring in, like, are you an empath? Do you find that you take on, you know, other people's emotions? Are you, do you find yourself sad for no reason? You know, I, I made this bracelet with onyx because it's there to protect you. So he's kind of like, You start going through the storyline, but you're connecting them to their emotions, which is what Pisces wants you to do. It's helping them to look at their shadows, which is all that Scorpio, which is your natural ability. So you're like extracting all this stuff and you're just getting them to think and be more introspective. Mm -hmm. Making sense?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just like...
0: I don't see anybody doing this either. I see the girls that are making the jewelry that have awesome jewelry. Um, I think they they they're still leaning in very much with just the beauty of it, the beauty of the stone, the beauty of the craftsmanship. But I can tell they're into you know this the the depth the deep end of the pond, but no, they're not talking about it. So you really have an you have an opportunity here to really differentiate yourself and be a leader here, uh, be one of the first people that brings this into a jewelry brand.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like
0: crying. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, you can cry.
0: <laughs> It's okay. You're Pisces. You're just, you're feeling into this. It's all that moon stuff. It's like, okay, like I've got a really, I've got a big mission here. You wanted to know your higher calling and it's like presenting itself right now.
1: Yeah. I think it's just like, it's where when you're talking about like finding that place within my, myself like Pisces moon to when I feel insecure or when I'm stressed out and you know it's my opposition rarely comes from outside of myself I haven't had really maybe one fussy client mm-hmm. you know what I mean like my clients that I've dealt with so far just really kind and open, and you know, not trying to, you know, get weird. Um, <laughs> so the the things that really you know jar me on a daily basis is that the negativity within my own self of like this isn't, you know, just not believing that what i have to offer is like you know like self-conscious even about posting on instagram you know know like and and stuff like that so it's like a daily like okay you can do this you know you can put a post out people it's it's not hurting anybody you're not putting (laughs) anybody out you know or whatever so it's it's like you know the, the negativity or the the um, low self-esteem or whatever it is that holds me back like I do feel how, like what you were talking about in terms of being held back if I hold myself back or I water myself down then I'm never gonna be doing what I need to be doing for like my kismet client yeah which is you know, that's really sad. And I think that's why I was feeling emotional, because it's like, I never really thought about what me not having the courage to really put myself out there in kind of these ways that we're talking about What was actually not serving the people that I came mm-hmm. here to serve. Like, I never...
0: I think what's going to happen is, once you step into this like leadership role, uh, it'll feel it'll feel uncomfortable at first. But what's gonna, I already can see what's going to happen. So let's say that let's say you do the whatever the VIP membership, right? It's a hundred dollars a year. You get discounts on my stuff. You get to be a part of my community, and and inside that community, you come up with you know these different. Um, These different rituals that you, you know, whether it's sharing an article, sharing a poem, whether it's just sharing a video you watched on YouTube that helped you. If it's book recommendations, it could be all these different things. But the second you get somebody to sign up, that confidence is going to boost. And then you get another person to sign up. And then the confidence increases. And you're like, wow, people really want to hear what I have to say. People really want to be a part of something that's so near and dear to you know, who I am. And that is going to be enough. Even if it's just a few people to start. Um, I would actually, I would create, for, just to satisfy Saturn, because Saturn wants you to have a game plan. You might actually want to make that the game plan. It's like, yeah, I want to sell my jewelry, but if I lean in with, you know, become part of my inner circle, Become part of you know spend the ninety nine dollars, um, you're already going to buy my jewelry because it's kind of attached to the membership, um but that could be the big promotion you know like I don't know you you know if you use like do you use like Linktree or anything like that on, on um, on Instagram anyway if you can check it out it's Linktree um, is basically you can have multiple links uh, in your bio so you click on the link in your bio and it opens up a page and they can click on other things so. Like you can just if you could just emulate maybe even what I'm doing on my Instagram, but I have a link tree. So then when they when I tell people to click the link in the bio, it opens up and there's like five different links. It's like, well, do you want to join the club? You know, do you want to join my Facebook community?
1: I've seen that before.
0: Yeah. So you could do something like that where, you know, you're really, you're really maybe more directly trying to uh, get more members into your VIP circle, um, versus just like buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. It's like you're still posting about the jewelry, but it's more about telling the story and it's more about building your community. And then that community becomes uh, not only a residual <laughs> income stream, but it also um, is a place for you to connect deeper with your clients, uh, which you know, is also great for research and development of, of like other new products and new collections and new poems that you could write um, that, that would serve you. Uh, But that would be something I would even lean into is just making that more of a newer thing that you're offering um, in addition to to the new products you're selling.
1: That's exciting.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. I love to write.
0: I love to write. And imagine that if you have like, like maybe every time you write, it's like you're writing for your community. You know, it's not just like, having a blog and trying to get a bunch of traffic to it and all the stuff. It's like, I'm writing these personal things. Um, all those, you know, all that swimming in the deep end, all those deep emotional things. I'm sharing it with my inner circle because I know that they need to hear it. And again, as you work through your karmic debt, you give them, um, uh, you, you help them work through their own. So I think this, It's just, there's a lot of depth here. That's why I feel like it doesn't need to be, I feel like it needs to be more exclusive than it does need to be like mass appeal. I feel like the VIP thing is really about, I'm trying to, I'm looking for a few of my kismet clients to join me. Like maybe you even say like, I have, you know, five spots open to join my VIP inner circle. This is what you get. And like really making it feel exclusive because it's private. It's, it's something that is sacred.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just oh. realized like all this work that I've been doing, the shadow work <laughs> and this stuff, like I'm not sharing that. Right. Like, I don't know why we've just been talking about it. Then I just realized like all this work, I've been doing for years I'm just like hoarding it all Mm -hmm. like I'm not letting it flow in you know like the wisdom that I've found and just kind of like okay you know it's not it's not coming full circle this it's like a there's a disconnect there
0: well, the fact that you just mentioned that you're go- you've are you spent the last several years doing all the shadow work, remember, your kismet client is, th- is you three years ago. So when you started that journey, I don't know how many years ago you've been doing it, but it could be that this person hasn't done any shadow work and you are now three years ahead of them that you've done all of this work. And now it's your opportunity to share it with them, use it in your brand, use it to get them to buy more jewelry um, because those pieces are are helping them to work through some of the, those dark sides of their, of their personalities. Mm-hmm. Just ideas for you. Okay, so I always like to save the best for last. Um, this is the 12th <laughs> house. <laughs> the 12th house um, is your house of karmic debts. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the natural ruler of the 12th house is Pisces because it's the last sign of the Zodiac. But in this case, you've got the 12th house in Gemini. So the 12th house has to do with limiting beliefs. It has to do with your subconscious mind. Um, It has to do with Neptune, the underworld, you know, like the shadows, the dark stuff. But I like to think of the 12th house, in addition to all of those things, is, is if we're here, you know, building a business around our higher calling. that's a lot different than being like, Oh my gosh, I'm going on shark tank. I have a brilliant idea. It's going to make me a million dollars. It's <laughs> its much different than that. Yeah, so I look totally. at, <laughs> I look at the twelve house and I'm like, okay, um, I've, I'm here to work through some stuff. I'm here to, um, you know, evolve spiritually, um, as a human being, I'm here to become more compassionate. And when I look at this, I'm seeing, uh, I'm seeing this opportunity for you to see another piece of yourself that, um, not necessarily a shadow, but it's much different than all the other signs you have. It's Gemini. You have your 12th house in the sign of Gemini. So Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury. It is a planet of communication. I have a lot of Gemini friends. They are always someone that I go and like. I have my, my chit chats with. Um, they're, they're talkative. They give good advice. They're well-read. They're educated. Um, they are, they are interested on, in both sides of the story. I think that's, you know, the symbol, of the twins, um, they want to hear the, the masculine version, the feminine version. They want to hear the debate. They want to hear the different ideas around things because they intellectualize everything. So they're not so much like, like Pisces where it's about their emotions. It's more about their mind. So, and what this is telling me is that the person that you're here to serve has a, is a Gemini archetype. So what that means is all the characteristics of Gemini is actually the person that we're trying to attract. So think of it this way. You have all this water, and you're going to be sharing your story. But the thing that I want you to keep in mind when you're sharing all this stuff is that we're trying to appeal to their mind, not necessarily to their emotions because they need to intellectualize it before they're going to give you the okay that they'll show you a feeling. So this is where facts become important. Um, Any kind of statistics, any kind of um, article, uh, something that really um, lets them see the whole story. So because Scorpio is such a digger, they love to dig up all that investigative stuff, Share that stuff with Gemini. So instead of it just being like your own theories, like share like, oh, I read this book by Dr. So-and-so all about the shadow. That's going to be something Gemini would be like, oh, maybe I should pick up that book. So they want to they fill their mind first. So that's going to be um, in any kind of like, any kind of descriptions that you write about your jewelry, write it in a way that appeals to their mind. You know, like, did you know that we only use, you know, a third of our brain? Or did you know that, um, you know, uh, that our third eye is a, a, a anatomically or, anatom- uh, you know, is just like your physical eye? Like, you're giving them, like, facts about how this whole thing works so that they can ent- intellectualize it and actually Understand it on a more intellectual level than a spiritual level. We'll get to the spiritual level after they're already um, pre-qualified themselves as their kismet client. They've joined your inner circle and they start to um, get enraptured into your brand.
1: Okay.
0: It's more heady.
1: Okay.
0: Like you remember though. Your, your secret sauce is Pisces, but we're not going to lead in. That's not going to be like, oh, you guys, um, come work with me to help you open up your third eye so that we can get you into your psychic abilities. That's not going to appeal to Gemini. Gemini is going to be like, well, I'm going to dabble and maybe I'll read some books about it. And like, I'm going to, it's like baby steps. You're trying to appeal to them, them cognitively. Okay.
1: Okay. For sure. I can, I can see, like, I was just like thinking in terms of like, you know, talking about the shadow, but you can talk about like depression statistics, like, exactly. or how many, you know, like it's mm-hmm. really devastating, but like, I've had two past lovers that have attempted suicide. Like it's exactly
0: it's- say, and you could even the say letters- like depression is an epidemic, you know, like these are the stats. You know, I created this piece of jewelry because, you know, two of my past lovers have suffered from depression. And, you know, this is, you know, the, you know and then you give them some facts about why onyx is a great, you know, stone for this. So, you, but you gotta, like, you can go into the more spiritual stuff, but that's always gonna be, remember, sprinkled. Like that magic fairy dust of Pisces will be sprinkled on everything. But the, but the way to capture them And get them to want to buy from you uh, and to qualify them as a kismet client is to appeal to them intellectually first and then start taking them down the rabbit hole once they start to um, become engaged.
1: Okay. Okay. I can definitely do that. I've read enough. I have. Exactly. Yeah, of course you have. You have so much Scorpio.
0: You just dig all those Persism. facts up, all that investigation that Scorpio has done, and you're like, okay, there's another fact. Okay, there's another, you know, theory that you can bring about. So it's kind of like – it's like – not cliff notes. What's it called when you have, like, um, footnotes? It's it footnotes when you're reading something and at the bottom of the page it tells you the resource of where it comes from? That's, like, so Gemini. Like, they want to know it's real from their and mind. And I do.
1: I'm one of those people, though, because I will – like check those things or like when I hear like people talking about certain things like I actually want to check the sources exactly I'm one of those people because I'm not gonna just just I I get weird vibes from some of these things and then I go and research it and I'm like that's why I know why I pick up on all those little things so that's cool that's cool that my kids clients (laughs)
0: like yeah she's she's an intelligent well-read person like you're not gonna fool a Gemini Gemini but also Gemini is also as much as they obviously we're all spiritual human beings they're not leaning in with that as much they're leaning more in with the intellectual part they have the spiritual part but I think that's where you come in to help kind of like get them more comfortable with that spiritual part of themselves okay do
1: they what are they looking for then from me? Like,
0: remember, okay. Remember they want the community. They, they see you as the mama bear. They see you as someone that ha- that you're a mirror for them. They're seeing you being this, they might see you as cancer. They see you as emotional. They see you as creative. They see you. The thing that's awesome about ca- ca- cancer that people don't really talk about is they're actually like the closet entrepreneur. Where like Capricorn is like outwardly obviously like climbing the ladder, like Cancer is like doing it in private. So they they see in, in in you they're seeing this mama bear, they're seeing this highly ambitious person, and they what they're really seeing is a part of themselves that they haven't explored deeper. So they want you to be the rock. They want you to be Taurus. They want to see that you're a bull that they can like lean on you. They want to see you as the mama bear that leads the community and makes them feel part of a family. Um, That also has a lot of femininity because that's water. Um, They want to also see um, any kind of um, articles or um, facts about things, um, any kind of recommendations about higher learning um, that would appeal to them. And then you sprinkle on, like if you were going to do, you know, a talk about shadow work, you would basically, um, you know, start with the facts and then start sprinkling in all of the, the water on there but keeping it still intellectual uh, and then you know and this might be that you know, you might even find that you want to do a workshop or something you don't know like there could be like other branches of this brand that come from this inner circle
1: okay. that's really that's exciting territory for me because that's kind of
0: you could have a whole class on teaching them about stones yeah you know Totally. You can have a whole class on chakras or, you know, anything like that. Just like anything that you can teach that it's going to fill their mind with ideas. And it might even be that they want, they need to open their heart chakra and get out of their crown chakra because they're so heady. And you could explain what that means because you know that they're heady.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. Totally. Cool. So that's it. I
0: want to make sure that you have had an aha moment, that you have a game plan. So have you had some breakthroughs in this, um, in this reading today?
1: Yes, I do. I think that the big clincher for me is like, you know, finding that balance between you know intellectual and emotional and then bringing in the shadow or the you know the darker aspects of um what I have to offer in terms of my aesthetic and not being afraid to go deeper
0: so. Okay, so what's the game plan? So what is like where are you going to take this information and what are you going to do with it?
1: Cuz <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm real I'm,
0: I'm I'm Capricorn. I'm ruled by Saturn. It's all about the game plan for me.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, okay. So okay. Um my game plan would be to um, my game plan. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little nervous here. <laughs> um, <laughs> my game plan. I guess what I'm like my takeaway or what I'm thinking is that um, I want to. Okay, my game plan is to sketch out what I'm looking for and creating like the Facebook community because I really okay, love that. Mm-hmm. that as being something. Intangible could do even tonight, you know, working on. Yep. That, perfect. That aspect without anything. And then I guess my other aspect is really looking into how I create that inner circle and actually make it a lot of substance, you know, like mm-hmm. it's something legit. Um, yep. About a lot of like emotional frou frou, because that's not who I'm yep. attracting, it, who I'm serving. Yep. Um and uh so, so then you know those main things and then really looking in terms of like on the daily upping my content on my Instagram or my social media, um more honing in my brand mm-hmm. and the the, the, those aspects that we talked about, like, you know, stepping up to the plate and kind of being a leader in that area,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then creating this um, community where <laughs> I'm kind of nervous, I think, because I'm trying to, like, own, like, the mom bear thing, um, which is just, like, crazy to me, but I can totally do that, and I I'm very fierce and loyal person. So I think I could totally take care of that group really well. Um, But then, um, you know, just letting that kind of evolve after from that point,
0: I don't really know. Okay. So I'm going to add one more thing to that list is don't forget to ask for the sale. Don't be afraid to, you know, tell them to click the link in the bio to sign up. Don't forget to send your email, you know, your newsletter to your email list and telling them about, you know, what it is that you're offering. Don't forget, don't be scared to ask for the sale is is really what Saturn is like. This is a business at the end of the day. Yes, it's a higher calling. Yes, it's your passion. It's all those things, but it's a business and you, you must ask for the sale. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, I need to remember that.
0: You yeah. got me. I know. <laughs> I can tell you're not asking for the sale. You got to ask for the sale.
1: Oh, girl, I need help with
0: that. <laughs> I mean, even if it's just like click the link in the bio to sign up today, I don't care if you just put that at the bottom of every Instagram post and send out a okay. newsletter and let them know, have you joined my community yet? You know, here, sign up. Okay. You know, it just uh, if you do not ask for the sale, you will, you will not grow this brand the way that I know that you want it to grow. And that's just, that's just something to remember. So um, I'm going to leave you with that. It sounds like you okay. have quite some things to do. Um, I want (laughs) to, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the rising star project. This is, I mean, I appreciate your transparency, I think. And there's so many jewelry makers, but there's just so many people out there um, building businesses around, you know, making things with their craft. And I hope that, you know, for our listeners today that they really um, have some takeaways around who, you know, how do they differentiate themselves? What is their unique selling point? You know, how are you going to stand out amongst all the other, jewelry brands fashion brands whatever you're selling Um, and it's really going to come down to you it's going to come down to what it what is your sun sign you know what is that secret sauce that you sprinkle on everything how do people see you that's your rising sign and who are you here to serve that's your 12th house so thank you again so much this has been an absolute pleasure chica i wish you so much success in your business and hope that we'll get to catch up again soon honey Yeah.
1: thank you have a great day
0: Are you an e-retailer looking to build your business selling your artwork or craft, but are struggling to grow a consistent customer base? Like Mavis, you just might need a USP, a unique selling point, to differentiate yourself in the market. Take a moment today to make a list of all the things that make you, well, you. Then start building an Instagram campaign to share more of your uniqueness to start attracting your tribe. This might include special branding materials that come with each order or a special VIP inner circle that helps to build trust and camaraderie with your clientele. Having these special touches are memorable ways to have new customers eager to get to know you and excited to receive your latest creation in the mail. It's time to get creative. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and were able to use this mentoring session to answer some of your own questions around your higher calling. If you feel called to step into a bigger role and shape mankind as we know it today, I invite you to check out the Holistic Fashionista Botanica and pick up the Rising Star Ritual Starter Kit where you'll receive your astrological birth chart and a ritual to help you unlock all the beautiful gifts that live inside your soul. You can learn more about the Holistic Fashionista Botanica at www.holisticfashionista.com. I'm Angel Quintana, the founder and business astrologer behind the Holistic Fashionista brand, and I look forward to serving you in another episode of the Rising Star Project real soon.